Next up on Whiskey Business, the ghost stories. Jody Frisbee joins us. Hi, Jody. Thank you for being here. And I should say that this is probably, you know, officially, this sounds like the first introduction, but we had one earlier. And then all of a sudden, something mysterious happened. I love it. I love every second of this. (laughs) Everything stopped. And Hansberry thinks that uh, everything stopped because of Bill? Well, I don't know. Uh, the so visiting spirit that's supposedly in my house? I have this little recorder where yeah. we record the podcast, and mm-hmm. just today I dumped yeah. everything off right. of it. And uh-huh. uh, all of a sudden, we're halfway through the story, right. and it stops. And it, it stops. says, card full. Card full. And that's so then spooky. I go, whoa, what the shit? And then we dump it off on the computer, and uh-huh. there's... there's And then what? It's not full. It's, it's not, not full. full. It's it not wasn't full. full. So the machine said it was full, but the computer said it wasn't full. Science. It showed, oh, showed, showed full on, on the computer, computer, but it still kept it recording. Wasn't. Oh no! I don't know. I think it's there, there must be some sort of well, spiritual well intervention. Me. All right, stop. Come on. All right, they say that a lot. Like um, <laughs> uh, uh, spirits use electricity, use energy mm-hmm. to present themselves. EVP. That's how why people use those EVP because right. they can m- make themselves uh, right. present. Uh-huh. So I uh-huh. would. I didn't expect this at all, but I could see someone, something, Bill, something, Bill, the the, the spirit that supposedly the inhabits main this home. digital device here. That to uh, why would he do that though? He, I, I said earlier. I, I said earlier because in, you said that he wasn't around anymore. I said earlier in the podcast, but I also said that he likes social atmosphere. So why would he fuck up the podcast? Because he wants a fucking cocktail. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Will someone please get Bill a drink? Somebody get yeah. Bill, Bill a, drink. a drink. All right, Somebody, Bill. Maybe, maybe, and this is just a long shot, ladies and gentlemen, as far as explanations. Maybe on occasion, you're just a shitty producer. I just just ran out of batteries. (laughs) We are, by the way, on our second bottle now of of old granddad. Am I doing that right now? Am I really doing it? I'm pouring a drink for a a ghost? I mean, that would make you a very good host. How much much whiskey does a ghost need? Is that good? Yeah, 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 yeah. let's save the rest for us. (sighs) Jody Frisbee is with us. Our next ghost story. She works at a uh, a local neighborhood theater called Studio Thirty Five, which has been around for how many years? Eighty years. Eighty years. And old theaters, be they movie theaters or or stage theaters, uh, are known for supposedly uh, housing spirits of the of the day. Right, it's it it's were. it's a total truism in the theater that there there is a ghost and everyone has or multiple ghosts and everyone has a ghost story and mm-hmm. I grew up ghost performing theater and So you're a theater performer as well? I uh, used to be, yes. Uh-huh. And and so knew tons of people with experiences, uh, but I never I never was afraid of it or was even super interested in it because there are so many living people that I would love to talk to and get to know that I don't need to seek out dead people. You know, if dead people want to like be friends with me, like they can find me, but like there's enough living Facebook? people. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it's like my ghost my ghost book friends. Yeah. Ghost book yeah. friends. So <laughs> so that could be come with that. So yeah, yeah, no I want to be in that closed group. So yeah, I So would you if you could communicate with 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 dead people um easily? You would welcome that? Yeah, yeah. If they if they wanted to, I mean, I I wouldn't you know badger them or anything. But if they wanted to, but chat they wanted with me, to chat with you. Yeah, totally. 
totally into you have it. Especially, questions? Uh, no, I think it's more. It's far more interesting to let uh, people tell you things that they want to tell you, and mm-hmm. just be a good listener. Before Bill uh, crashed my last audio that we introduced. Yeah, all right, Bill did not crash your last. You audio. did, Bill. Thanks. Uh, but anyway, you were talking about the light on. Scales. I was going to get to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tell, tell us about the ghost light. He wants to talk about the ghost light because you were talking about the ghost light yes. before we got interrupted. Yes. So, so uh, the ghost light <laughs> is a thing in performance theaters where you leave a light on the stage all the time, uh, whether it's a superstitious belief or you know it keeps the ghosts away or you know it lets whatever the case might whatever be. the case may be. It's sure. just it's a thing. It's a tradition. It's been around for a while. That's in performance theaters, not projection theaters but but generally the idea is theaters are haunted that's the way it is everyone has stories it's just you know it's just a part of being in a theater at studio 35 a movie theater which has like we said been around for 80 years Mm -hmm. um has shown was a first run theater at some point you said at one point they were a, a, a porn theater. A yes, porn in the, theater in the as 70s. well. Everyone, everyone who had a projection theater in the seventies had to, had to show a little figure porn. out figure out a way to keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> had to <laughs> or keep had, the lights keep, keep, down. Pay the bills. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you got to pay the bills. And um, is there a specific ghost that supposedly haunts Studio Thirty Five? Well, there's not just one. How many? Um. That I know of specifically, uh, there are four that I have first-hand stories of, um, but there might be many, because something that... Four spirits that you have Mm -hmm. actually run into, seen, had experiences with. Yes, yes. All right. Yes, and... uh, let's just go right down the line with them number one well yeah okay number one uh, when I first started working there uh, there the bottom floor is where the auditorium is the bar is and then upstairs is the projection area and some storage and also there is what used to be an apartment Uh, back in the day uh, projectionists used to often live in the theater uh, projection was a hugely high-paying job because it was super dangerous when you were working with nitrate film. Uh, when the you would lock the projectionist in the projection booth whenever it was running because and it was totally fire safe because in case the nitrate burned, it's, it's better like to the kill uh, Quentin Tarantino film, right? Mm-hmm. Better to kill one person than to kill a theater full. So projectionists got paid a, a pretty high rate, uh, but were often a little bit antisocial. You know, they were a very specialized field. They got locked in a room. room no one cared about that, yeah. you know. But sometimes... A lonely would, existence. Yes. And so, you know, sometimes projectionists would live in the theater because they would keep the theater running. So in our theater, there is what used to be an apartment. There's still the bathroom up there and the office, which is where, where the, like, the bedroom was. And so there were multiple times where I was upstairs and I can only describe this feeling of when there's a man behind you. And this is something that 
men just have to take my word for it, but women know this feeling. Even without seeing people around you, you know when there is a man walking behind you. There's you a, get a six, you have a, a chip who was right before you is, is sitting <laughs> behind you as we speak. Can you uh-huh. feel his presence? Yeah. Well, it's there's when there's something out of place, you can definitely okay, yeah, feel right. it. You, and you, the, the, yeah. When, and, when, when you say you feel it, is it a, is it a heaviness? Is it a is it a feeling of I'm you know somebody standing too close to me and I'm com- and I'm am uncomfortable? Yeah. It's it, it's there's you know someone is behind you and they are approaching and you don't know who they are. Okay. Which and and concern. so that's yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So I uh, there were a few times where I was up in the office and I felt that and it and it, there was this overwhelming unease. Like there's there's something I should be concerned about happening behind me and turn around and nothing's there and and as what this is like a feeling that you get used to but I didn't really say anything to anyone about it and there was at least one time where there's very steep narrow staircase going down into the auditorium and all of the storage is up there so often if we need pint glasses I'll be carrying a case of pint glasses or a, a case of napkins or liquor or something down the stairs. And I, uh, and also as a, as someone who had three brothers, I definitely know the feeling of someone that, that I'm not touching you or the like pushing you, you know, from behind, like, but cat, but sort of cat, not, not super violent, but like teasing. I'm not right? touching. Yeah. Like when you were kids, mm-hmm. and your mom says, you. and your mom yeah. says, yeah. Uh-huh. quit touching your sister. Uh-huh. I'm not touching you. Uh-huh. I'm not touching you. But they're as close as they right. could possibly right. be. Right, right, right. So and being annoying. Yeah, there, there uh, was at least one time where I was walking down the stairs carrying a, a pint of or a case, a very heavy glassware, where I felt someone push me down, like push me down the stairs. Not, but not hard enough that I would lose my balance, but a like you know I'm here sort of feeling and, and not a hurt you push right not, but, not, but not, like not. A, I can hurt you but not I'm trying to kill you but I'm wow I want All you right. to know I'm here so okay. but I didn't not that I didn't think anything of it but I was sort of like was it like, a, like you felt pressure yeah yeah on my shoulders yeah and right. so I, I didn't really talk about it because you know as anyone who has this sort of ghost story it sounds a little crazy to people so it's, it's like well, that happened. You think it's crazy because there was no witness, there was no nobody to substantiate it. Right. You think that's why it, it, it falls into the crazy mode? Well, there's yeah, there's that, and then there's the the skepticism about right. the idea. Of, and do people in general, you know, do they think that you're kind of crazy? So if you came up with a story like that, like oh, this is Jody, she's 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 fucking nuts. Yeah, I have. I think at the time or I was a little think, bit. I was I was a little bit paranoid about that. I was a little insecure that like, oh, people are just going to think I'm nuts. I'm, I'm not going to talk about this. Gonna, okay, okay. Yeah. So you're, you're, when was this? Yes. You're, you're fear. You you are you become fearful of the ridicule. Right. Okay. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And so this was. I'd been there about you know six months at so, that point. But but like five years ago, two years ago, six months ago. This was. Let's see. About. Four years ago, maybe I'd been there yeah. about six months to a year, and this and this happened, but I didn't talk about it. Right. Okay. And then, I get it. And then one night, you know, but everyone while I'd been working there, there would be little technical things that would go wrong. Something wouldn't work. They would blame the ghost. And then one night, I was working, and there on a point of sale system, there's different buttons to denote certain things. And at the end of the night, I ran a report, and there was a line item for something that there wasn't a button for. So I 
asked the manager, hey, I know there wasn't a button for this. And, and we went to the screen and there was. And he was like, yeah, I didn't ring it. I didn't ring any of that up all <laughs> night. I didn't ring any of that up all night. He's like, yep, the ghost. And I was like, whoa, okay. All right. So this is like a, so this is a, this is a, so this now is you're a validated. Thing. This is There's a thing. A, yeah. Okay. They, they, everybody else right. knows about the ghost. I'm all right. Not, I'm yeah. Not I'm not, crazy. I'm not nuts. I'm not nuts. And so on top of that, I, they, the first, my account of the things that happened to me are hostile. But now I have this new thing that's sort of like, innocuous it's an innocuous ghost story so yeah yeah but not yeah not violent so then I just started telling this story this was like my in I would tell everyone I had this experience and then that gave people the feeling that I'm I can I can be trusted that I gotcha that that, okay well maybe Jody is receptive receptive and will believe me this story and as I started talking about that first story and I could tell like people would react certain ways and I would say oh do you have did you ever have an experience with a ghost and and I found lots and I heard lots of other stories but one common thing was every single woman who worked there had had the exact same experience experience that I had upstairs pushing the pushing, the feeling, and use the exact same words to describe their experience. Um, and so, does it, does anybody know anything? So, uh, did you all come to any conclusions as to who the spirit might be? Would it be an old projectionist? It wasn't, it, it, it wasn't a discussion, but it got me thinking because at the at the time, I started thinking about well. What what does this what could this mean and what does it mean to uh, try and interact with someone who you don't share a common language with who can't communicate with you <laughs> only by pushing. in the way yeah, you know right. how to communicate so it, I used it as this exercise in empathy where so maybe this is his way of communicating that he has no other way of communicating so what is like if I can be in a position of imagining good faith, like this was an aggressive action, but how cu- can I under- understand? So you're, you're cutting the ghost a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I. So then I started thinking about what what does that mean, or what could it mean to f- feel like you have no other way of communicating with a person? Did you feel sorry violence. for the ghost? And, 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 and I think I didn't. Well, you I didn't. You and that was empathy. Yeah, I, I didn't feel sorry for the ghost, and I think that was key because it was never pity. It was. It wasn't like I, oh, you have no way to communicate with me, but by actually, you know, mm-hmm. pushing hard on my shoulders and, and making me fall down the steps. Right, right. And so I, it, I just started thinking about the way that everyone in the theater talked about this this ghost in particular this ghost got blamed for a lot of technical issues a lot um and there were always technical things going wrong <laughs> once again and i don't mean you know oh, I'm, gonna I be, I'm gonna be i'm gonna be the other side of it mm-hmm. uh, it's an old building the theater's yep. been there for 80 right, years right right i yeah, know that they yeah, had exactly building yeah. updates and electrical mm-hmm. updates and so forth and so on sure but, you know, you can't right. blame everything I know. on the ghost. I know, and that's where I landed, and I thought, how unfair is that, that we blame 
this spirit when how many times like maybe what if like we expand our mind to think like maybe this guy is like helped sometimes maybe he has and we don't know because everything well, went fine you know, and then was a, shit goes wrong exactly if yeah. i was a ghost and people blame me for everything i'd be a little pissed off yeah. i'm like yeah, yeah I, I, I tried to push it down the steps but i didn't fuck up the screening of you know, the star wars right <laughs> yeah and i thought and that's what i and i and i said that this was profoundly unfair <sighs> and so it got me in that mind space of thinking like you know what? What does it mean for you to not be able to communicate, not be understood, and and always be blamed, and not be able to counter it? And so, I decided that I was like, well, I'm going to change this narrative. Okay, so you know, the I I told everyone at at, at work my stories about the ghost and about about ghosts and, and, and empathy and the idea that maybe, you know, maybe ghosts could be helpful and... Uh, like, like like Casper. Or... or Casper just, the friendly ghost. Yeah, maybe not... Or just, you know, maybe they're just like around and innocuous and, you know, maybe don't blame them for everything. And so I... Uh, and that was... That was in the autumn. So as it was getting close to Halloween, there's often ghost hunter type... Sure. People that want to come through the theater... And so I had been, you know, sort of pounded in my, you know, agenda to enough people that work there that when uh, one time we were uh, we were working and some some ghost hunter called and the manager answered and his side of the conversation was, yeah, that's fine if you come here, but don't be rude. You have to be respectful. We have to work with these people. And I was like, boom. That's we have to great. work with these people. We have to work with these people. The ghosts. the ghosts. The ghosts. Yeah. So now it's turned. So now into, the ghosts are people. Well, now it's like, well, don't be rude. And and really, I think that's a good point. Is like, uh, oftentimes, like, ghost hunting starts from a place of disrespect. That you, we don't, um, you know, you don't get a voice, and we don't believe you're real. But you have to defend your existence to us, and that's the only time we will even recognize you, but not even give you any sort of validity. So you believe in ghosts? I, I don't know if I believe. I think belief is the wrong word. What's the word then? Uh, I accept the possibility that there is ghosts because I think. You accept, I accept what I said earlier. You accept the fact that there's energy out there yeah, of some sort yeah, that and maybe, manifests itself. Right, right. Because I think that that's like a super good and and healthy way uh, to to look at it. Because you know, what are we afraid of by admitting that there might be ghosts? Like we're afraid of being embarrassed or mm. shame that we're going to be well, wrong like how do we know if well we're wrong? i mean you, you stated know? you stated earlier that you were reluctant to say anything because you don't want anybody to think that you were nuts mm-hmm. or crazy mm-hmm. so yeah maybe there is something to that mm-hmm. to that fear of being ridiculed or being uh you know called out and something sure yeah, and okay yeah. and if and if me saying that i believe in ghosts means that people who have had even more intimate experiences than than I have, where they've seen ghosts or had firsthand experiences with ghosts. If that means that I may like that, they can tell me the, these experiences and feel heard and feel believed. If if let, let, let if me, that's what it takes, then I then yes. Let me ask you something. I'm going to share something with you because one of the one of the people that I tried to get 
my next door neighbors, my 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 neighbor, the the wife of my neighbor, uh, her brother, who does not live in Columbus, Ohio. If I could have gotten him on tonight, I would have, because he claims to have been visited by a spirit on a regular basis who wore him out sexually every night for an extended period of time. That's the yeah. best best kind of ghost? Yeah. Succubus. A succubus, yes. Oh. Yes. Thanks, Chip but it knows was... the goddamn name. Thanks, Chip. Well but it was a positive experience or a negative experience? Positive. positive. For her, for her, it was negative. <laughs> positive, I, I would think that if he didn't call the next day, there was no big, there were no ramifications. <laughs> I don't know, but he, but once again, he firmly, yeah, firmly. believed. I mean, he he would wake up in the morning, firm, yes, firmly, yes. I no, no pun intended. Firmly believed that he would wake up in the morning. Physically, sexually exhausted. I hope to get him on sometime to discuss yeah. that. So do you? So yes. Yeah. So, so if I so, if I can say so, you know I I. I mean if, that's a whole special right. different that's kind a whole, of energy. That's a whole energy. different thing. But if I can say you know if I can make it known that I will listen to people's stories and you know believe them and validate them, then sure that's helpful. And as it turns out. I there's with this particular and then that became you know I made this effort to sort of like understand this ghost I sort of changed the narrative the way people were talking about the ghost I would if we had a really good night and like and everything went well I would say thank you because you know if if I said thank you to no one right like what am I what am I going to be embarrassed no but what if he helped and they're part of the team, right? Part yeah, of the team. yeah, and so and so, you know, after <laughs> after I? then, by the way, <laughs> no one had any experience, any experience like this. None. Like no, there was no weird technical stuff, no weird projection issues. Everything settled down. Yeah, everything settled down, and so you know, I've been ringing this bell for you know as long as long as I've worked there. It's been you know two or three years, and I. Anytime people want to hear these stories, I, I tell them, you know, and so I was doing this again where uh, right. Eric, the owner, um, asked me to tell the story to someone and I was telling the story and this particular story, this, you, you know, you, you know, about, you know, yeah. the greater my my parable about empathy that where where ghosts are the subject. And and uh, so I I told my story, went home, came back to work maybe on a Saturday night. And uh, someone who who works there sometimes was there, uh, stayed until closing, and and drank, and then waited until, you know, my other coworker was somewhere else and was like, to to tell me something, that that he had heard what this this story I that I told, and then he saw. Um, someone who was the recipient of the story their response later which was discrediting me saying i don't believe in that whatever mm -hmm. this was after i left and the the person was telling me he was like well when we when we first purchased the theater you know it was about two years afterwards 
we used to do closing procedures differently where there was only one person closing and we used to turn the lights off downstairs and then go upstairs and turn off all the projection equipment and he said that he turned a corner and it was he saw he's like i saw him and i was like you saw the ghost yeah yeah and he's he was like it was like a movie like all white i was like was it the form of a man was it i, I mean was it you know did it look like a man and he said no it was all white and i was like how did you know it was a man he's like i just knew he's like and i ran out of there and ran outside and he was like it was absolutely not friendly and the and the what what triggered that response in him is as as i was you know relaying this story i was i said you know ghosts are our friends and um and so he was responding to that this this ghost was not friendly but I think I wanted, I, I wanted to think about what does that mean that, you know, I didn't say that this ghost was friendly. I said that this ghost was my friend. Different. And Right, because, you know, I, I certainly have friends that aren't friendly, that I have conflict with, that, that we work out and we resolve and we try to communicate. Uh, but that being a friend is different from being friendly gotcha and i i think it's whether whether or not this ghost exists or ghosts exist i think it's a really good lesson to think about what does it mean to that we're going to treat people or un or dead people like a friend from understanding uh from good faith uh, from validating their experiences and existence, and and what does it do us? What what does it do? Does it embarrass us to mm-hmm. uh, give give people the benefit of the doubt? And and that's you know, and that's just the one. That's just the one. That's just yeah. the one ghost. Yeah, you mentioned, yeah. You mentioned three others, which mm-hmm. we don't have time to get into mm-hmm. the, into the four ghosts. But I will ask you one last question. Given the fact that you are empathetic, <laughs> all right, and under, and have this understanding and are very receptive to whatever's out there, if the occasion came up, would you have sex with a ghost? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, 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 I don't think <laughs> it's a good idea to give uh, blanket consent. <laughs> To an yeah, entire g- group <laughs> that is For universal. The ghosts that are listening, because there's ghosts. If, if we believe this, there are ghosts that are listening going, go on. Yeah. So, so one thing that I have learned from my experiences with all of these ghosts Because based is, on what I told you earlier about my neighbor mm-hmm. and her brother, he had yeah. no choice in the matter. Right, right. Is, is That's what I... Because even though they are my friends, mm-hmm. I think a lot of ghosts have boundary issues, <laughs> and so I am. I would. I would offer a, a blanket, you know, because they're they're trying to get 
you know, like Bill <laughs> with the sound equipment. They're trying to be under, like my ghost friend pushed me down the stairs. They're trying to be understood in any way they have. In fairness, he didn't push you. He yeah, just he, he nudged, just nudged you. you. You didn't fall yeah, down the no, steps. No, no, no. He no. didn't push me down the stairs. Yeah, right. He yeah, yeah. He meant you no harm. Yeah. Uh, let me rephrase the question because I like. How re- do you rephrase? Would you have sex with a ghost? Go ahead, shoot, <laughs> well, go for I, it. Go ahead. If you want to rephrase that question, I go like for where it. you're going with this <laughs> because you are empathetic to spirits at your place of employment. <laughs> do you feel like maybe in other in, uh, encounters, like here where Bill may be, or other places, other other spirits? Tonight. Well, other spirits may. Uh, seek you out or feel comfortable to um, seek your acquaintance because you have that empathy. Yeah, and I and I'm going to give ghosts the benefit of the doubt <laughs> that uh, when they are <laughs> when they the find when they're able to find someone who uh, understands them and validates them. Yeah, uh, their first desire isn't a desire of the flesh, but okay. of the spirit. And that is a perfect and lovely way. And Jody, thank you so much. That's pretty fascinating stuff. And also, I, I, I think uh, some some beautiful thoughts on how to handle that world that some believe in and some don't. But if they happen to encounter it, maybe a little bit of empathy is a good way to go. Also, at Studio 35, do you guys do ghost tours or you just are there and you yeah, come every, and do your thing yeah every once in a while ghost tours come through and often I'm the one scheduled because I'm the one with all the stories well, and actually the, well you should and by be the, and, and by you the way be. also you You're, know if you ever have time for another story I have one where they photographed we got a picture mm-hmm. of the man who died in the, the auditorium. The man who died no, in the auditorium. Well, no, there. This was a the the projection. The guy who I think is the projectionist is upstairs. This is a guy who uh, died in the auditorium, and multiple people have seen. Uh, but I think he showed himself in a in a photograph. Which was actually pretty cool. Which have you like, seen the photograph? Yeah, yeah. And do you believe it? Uh, I didn't even know. In, Yes, because yes, I, did. Was, did. I was, I right, was, yeah, cool. I was there when the photograph was taken. And save it for another podcast yes. because we got a lot of good stuff. <laughs> Halloween uh, 2019, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jody Frisbee. Can't wait. Thank you. That was awesome. Uh, let me say what I always say at the end of one of these: uh, Whiskey Business is a Never the Luck production, produced by Greg Hansberry right here on the audio side, and you can't see him. John Whitney, thumbs up over there on the YouTube side, and I am your host, Dina Chaparros. So, until the next bottle, see ya. Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe. 
and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts.